Welcome to the YouTube Creators Hub podcast, where we help you conquer the internet one video at a time. We cover everything from how to start a YouTube channel to how to make a video go viral. And now, here's your host, the one and only Dusty Porter. Hello and welcome to episode 29 of the YouTube Creators Hub podcast. Guys, I am so excited to be back again this week. This is one of my favorite times of the week when I get to sit down and record about video content in YouTube and talk to people who are just so passionate about what they do. So I really hope you're getting something out of this podcast. Don't forget to go on over to iTunes, leave us a review, let us know what you think about the show. Also, you can visit us over on Patreon, get some perks like have your YouTube channel featured on the website and the podcast and other good stuff for as little as $1. And as always, this show is brought to you by the guys over at TubeBuddy. If you're looking for a tool to make your YouTube life easy, check out TubeBuddy. They can help you and they have some really great tools to streamline your YouTube workflow. Now, today's episode, episode 29, is going to be slightly different in that I'm going to be talking about a specific topic. I'm going to be talking about how to grow a YouTube channel with zero views, zero subscribers from the ground up, a fresh start. So if you're looking to, it's not necessarily going to apply just for people with zero subs and zero views. It's going to apply for anyone who has a smaller channel looking to get noticed. How do I, what are some things that I can do to really get a jump start on my channel. Now, I've written out some notes and I've gone through uh, some past episodes and taken some stuff from different guests and things like that. So I've got a big old page of stuff that I think you guys can utilize to grow your smaller channel and start growing and becoming an engaging community from what you are now. So let's talk about how to grow a brand new YouTube channel or a smaller channel. First, you need to understand why people are watching YouTube videos in the first place. Now, I've broken this down into three different reasons. They're either watching a video that a friend recommended, either on social media, over on Facebook or Twitter, uh, or a family member sent them via email. Or number two, they're watching it because they want entertainment. They're watching this video because they want to be entertained, okay? That's why there's so many cat videos and fail videos and other videos like that, because people want to be entertained, okay? And for the most part, it's free content, unless they're paying for YouTube Red, or if they're going through and sitting and watching the advertisements. So either the video is recommended to them, they want to be entertained, or the third one is they want to be educated. They're searching out information. That's why channels like mine can exist. Tutorial channels, how to play a guitar, how to play the piano, how to fix a sink, you know, how to do certain things. So either they are recommended to be entertained or to be educated. Now, the first thing you need to do after understanding why people are watching YouTube is you got to do research. So you can't just throw up random videos on your YouTube channel and expect it to do well. You, you can't expect to grow a community in a channel if you're just randomly uploading different videos and you're not doing research or anything like that. So with your research on your YouTube channel, you need to ask yourself a few different questions. Number one, what is your channel really about? What do you want the focus of your channel about? And again, you've got to dig deep here and understand and think, what am I going to be passionate about for the long run? What can I make hundreds, if not thousands of videos about? Because you want to expect yourself to be doing this for years to come. Why go at it with a mentality that you're only going to be doing this for a short time span? Next, who is and what is your target audience? This one is probably the most important one. 
What type of person are you targeting? What type of person would sit down and watch your video? So that goes back to the first segment here about why people watch YouTube videos. What niche or what question will this be answering? Are you going to be doing videos to entertain? Are you going to be doing videos that educate? So understand why and who your target audience is. Next is, where is your audience hanging out outside of YouTube? Now, this one may seem strange, but let me explain it a little more. You need to be thinking about what is your audience doing outside of YouTube? What interests them? Where are they kind of, you know, getting together and hanging out? Because if you can find these places online and discover where they are outside of YouTube, you will be able to target them and understand more about them and then be able to target them with videos much better than if you just know who they are on the internet or through YouTube. And then lastly, how can you get these viewers to subscribe and share? Now, that's what we're going to be talking about with the remainder of this podcast is how can I get the person who comes and they click on my video, I've got them there, but then once I've got them to watch my video, how can I entice them to subscribe and share? All right, so the next thing you need to be doing is you need to be spying on your peeps, right? Spying on your people. Do some reconnaissance. Go to forums, go to Facebook, go to Twitter, go everywhere and figure out what these type of people are talking about. You know, the best type of content that you can create for YouTube is that content that is formulated from a viewer question or from someone over on a forum. So go there, figure out what they're talking about, what are they discussing, and track them down, comment on blogs that are related to your YouTube channel and figure out where they hang out and basically do a little reconnaissance and figure out what kind of stuff would interest them that relates to the type of YouTube videos that you want to create. All right, now we're moving on into the good stuff, video structure and formula. Now, you need to find your own structure and formula. Don't just copy someone else's, but there is a pretty good template to go by. Now, remember, depending on the type of channel that you have, it may be different. So this may vary a little bit, but let me go ahead and give you a template uh, for the structure and formula of your video to kind of keep your videos to a point to where people can, can watch. Now, watch time is extremely important, and this structure and formula will help you with that. So the first thing you need to do is hook the viewer in the first few seconds, about three to eight seconds. Go ahead and keep that very short. Let the viewer know. Like if you notice on this podcast, within the first 30 seconds, and it's a little longer with podcasts with audio content, but within the first 30 seconds of this episode, I told you what we were going to be talking about to hook you in. Kind of like a radio segue or a radio hook. You gotta hook your viewers in in the first few seconds. Next, show a little bumper video. This isn't you know, necessary, but think about how good this is for branding. If you've got a logo, do a logo reveal, you can go on over to Fiverr and get that designed and done for you if you're not a video editor, if you don't know how to use After Effects, or if you just wanna shell out maybe 10, 15 bucks to someone who already knows how to do this, uh, Fiverr is a great place for that. So go on over there, get one of those little bumpers designed, boom, show that bumper, keep that bumper very short. You don't want that little intro to be so long to where people are, are going and they're clicking back. Remember, the most important thing to ranking YouTube videos is going to be watch time. You have to remember that. So after you've hooked the viewer in, you show a little brief intro bumper, this gets to your main content. In your main content, you need to engage the user, ask questions, do a question of the day, whatever it may be. And then after your main content, go ahead and have a fun outro that entices the viewer to engage. This is extremely important. I've got an outro that I use on all of my videos. It's a really funny outro that's got like dogs and puppies popping up. I get it from a company called Splashio. 
S-P-L-A-S-H-E-O. And it's a free little outro that basically uh, says, you know, if you love puppy dogs, like this video, share this video. Now, it's simple and it's kind of ridiculous when you think about it, but you would be surprised at the amount of engagement that I get from the videos that have that outro on it than I do with videos that don't have any outro. Now, remember, you can be creating end cards, you know, end cards with your videos if you want to do that. And I have some episodes and some videos on my YouTube channel to show you how to do that. But with the new YouTube card feature and things like that, you're able to place cards on top of your video that allow people to go and click them and to link to where they can subscribe to your content. So remember, you want to have a very good outro that entices the viewer to engage. Now, once you have done all of this, it is time to upload that video and optimize. Upload and optimize. So make sure you're utilizing your video tags and titles appropriately. Make sure the title is relevant to what the video content is. Make sure those keywords that you're trying to focus on, that you're trying to rank for in YouTube and Google, appear somewhere in your first paragraph of your description. Also, you don't want to keyword spam your title and description. You want to sprinkle them in there very gently. That's what I like to say very gently and very nicely, but appropriately. So you don't want to just randomly throw keywords so your video can rank. You want the, the title to be very good. Uh, and sometimes you even want the title to be, um, I say eye-catching title, but you want someone to read your title and go, okay, I want to figure out what that is. You don't want it to be clickbait. You know, you don't want it to be the 10, you won't believe what is inside this video. You don't want it to be that, but you want it to be engaging and you want people to see the title and then click. And then once you've done that with your title and tags, you want to make sure you include a thumbnail, a custom thumbnail. That's important. Not just a random screen or clip from the video. You want to actually have a custom thumbnail that stands out. You would be surprised. I use TubeBuddy's feature of A-B testing thumbnails, which allows me to upload the same video, but it shows different thumbnails for different people who search for that video. And I'm able to go through and see, and I've done this test to a video that doesn't have a custom thumbnail and one that does, you're looking at about a 50 to 75% increase. That's right, increase in click-through rate, CTR, which means that if someone sees the video in the search results, they are more likely to click it 50 to 70%. Now, again, these numbers are from what I've done, a very small sample size. But I would guess, and there's a reason why big YouTubers are creating eye-catching thumbnails is because they do better. They perform better. So titles, tags, thumbnail, the three T's. Remember that. And then once you're done with this, guys, it is time to share that video. With all of the social networking that we have available to us at a tap of a finger with our smartphones, our iPads, uh, tablets, things like that, don't leave any rock unturned. And what I mean by that is utilize Google+, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Reddit, but on the flip side, don't spam these areas. You know, you want to make specific posts that fit that type of network. So with Pinterest, it's obviously going to be a visual social network. So what I do is I just go ahead and repin my custom thumbnail, a link to the video on Pinterest, and you'd be surprised at how many views I get per day just from Pinterest. Now, Reddit is a different beast. You know, Reddit, they call it the front page of the internet. You can go on over, find a subreddit that is related to your video, create a very enticing and well thought out post, link your video there in that post, and you'd be surprised at the amount of clicks you're going to get from that. And then obviously the normal 
ones, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, and then utilize Snapchat and Instagram as a way of kind of teasing your video. Snapchat can be a great preview for a longer form video. So give them a little, you know, eight to 10 second preview of the behind the scenes making of the video or something like that on Instagram and on Snapchat. You know, with the new stories feature on Instagram, you can do both of them. Uh, so don't leave anything unturned. Go and utilize all of the social networks available to you. And again, you've got to think of it this way. That's just another link for your viewers and people who are in your community to share. So the more links with your video in it, the better it's going to rank in YouTube and Google search. Because you have to remember, you're looking to rank not only in YouTube search, but Google search. Now, me specifically, with my channel being very educational, very tutorial-based, I rank in Google very, very well. How-to videos just do really well in Google if they're high-quality content. So remember, you've got YouTube search and Google search. And this next thing that I'm going to be talking about is probably the most important part of this whole plan. You need to engage with viewers. So what I mean by that is that when someone comments on your video, take time out of your day to go and respond to that comment. You would be surprised at how important, how special people feel when they get uh, communication between a creator and themselves. It makes them feel special. It makes them feel almost famous, especially when uh, your YouTube channel is of a certain amount of subscribers and views. And if you're engaging with your audience, I'm telling you guys, that is a quick way of earning a subscriber. And the way subscribers work now on YouTube, once you get to 50 subscribers, once you get to 100, 1,000, once you reach these milestones, you're going to see how the total of subscribers that you gain each day is just going to increase as long as you're creating content consistently. And the reason for that is because what happens is someone will go to your channel and they'll see that you only have three subscribers. So they're going to think, you know, how in the world would I subscribe to a channel with only a few subscribers? So that's why it's so difficult to get those first hundred subscribers or that first thousand subscribers. But once you have them, you're going to see that you grow much faster than from the beginning. So again, engaging with your people who comment on your videos and people who find you on social networks, they're going out of their way to try to reach out to you. It is extremely important, and I do a very bad job at this on my channel. It's something that I want to work on is that I want to do a better job at engaging and setting you know, a certain amount of time each day to go into my YouTube comments and to basically reply, even if they're just saying, hey, great video, thank you for the video. Go in and leave a smiley face. Go in and say, thank you so much for watching my videos. I really appreciate it. Whatever it may be, just go in there and engage with your audience. You'd be surprised at how effective this is at growing a channel from the start. And then lastly, I wanna talk about collaborating when possible. It's extremely crucial in the beginning for you to collaborate with people around the same size of your channel. It's important to not go too big or too small, kind of stay in the same range of your channel. But you want to collaborate with people who basically have content that's similar to yours. You're not in competition with these people. You're working with them to grow, to talk about what you're passionate about. So when you collaborate with people, this takes advantage of both of the creator's audiences. So two is better than one, especially in this instance. So what'll happen is you can upload a video on your channel, they can upload a video on their channel, very similar you know, videos and very similar content, but you're going to be linking back to each other's content. This is a great way to get started on YouTube and growing your content. It's kind of like a snowball. As soon as it starts rolling down that hill, it's going to get bigger and bigger. So remember, let's do a little recap. First, you need to understand why people watch YouTube. Then you need to do research. After that, 
do a little spying and reconnaissance on your target audience. Next, think about your video structure and formula. Then you need to upload and optimize. Once you've done all that, share the video like crazy. Then begin to engage and interact with your audience. Engaged viewers will equal major growth. And then lastly, you need to collaborate with like-minded creators when possible. Now guys, this episode has been a little different. Obviously, it's not going to be the normal interview episode. I really wanted to have this podcast episode to link out to people when they ask me how to grow a smaller YouTube channel or how to grow a channel from the ground up. I really hope you found some value out of this. If you did, go on over to iTunes. Again, let me know what you think about the show. Find me on on Twitter. It's at YT Creators Hub. I would really appreciate you guys going over there. Also supporting our sponsors, uh, TubeBuddy. They do a great job. All of the links will be in the show notes below. And guys, I want to take a few seconds to just thank you. This show has grown and has become one of my favorite things, as I said at the top of this episode, to do each and every week. And just the amount of people who are listening to the show now uh, is amazing. I'm not going to get into numbers right now, but the amount of growth that this show has seen in just the past three months is amazing. Literally, I have almost over 50 to 60% more downloads each episode than I did just three months ago. So there are people out there who are wanting this content. They are starving for content. And I just want to thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. It means so much to me that I get to come on here and talk about YouTube, talk about video. And the most fun part is to be, be able to collaborate and interview creators from all different walks of life. And I really hope you're enjoying this, and I really want to continue doing this. So if you would, go on over to Patreon, just support the podcast. A few dollars a month really goes a long way. So guys, I'm going to be signing out now, and I know this episode of this week was a little different, but promise you, next week, we're going to be getting back to the regular scheduled programming of interviewing a fantastic creator. Guys, this is Dusty. And until next time, keep making those videos. You've been listening to the YouTube Creators Podcast. We want to thank you and invite you to subscribe to the show, as well as support us on Patreon for great perks, such as having your YouTube channel featured on the show and a link on our website. Until next time, keep uploading those videos.